Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Uh, hey, we're not here with a regular episode for you this week. Uh, we got to take a couple episodes off the main campaign, but we still want to do some fun D&D stuff. So we're here with a special uh, uh, episode. We are going to call this series Gilded City Adventures. Um, so if you're excited to see what this is all about, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel here. Follow the podcast. Follow us on social media at Rollers Guild D&D on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And let us know what you think. Uh, but without further ado, we'll go ahead and we're not going to dive on in. That's the normal campaign. We're going to jump on in to this Gilded City adventure. Waterdeep. The City of Splendors. In the months since the heroes of In Tandem drove off your Kindler, the city has undergone a great deal of change. Much of it good. The Castle Ward is a maze of scaffolding as the people of this great city rebuild the burnt district. All citizens have voting rights, regardless of their socioeconomic status. Union membership is at an all-time high, and, most importantly for this tale, the fascistic watchful order has been disbanded. But things are not perfect. The city still has no shortage of greedy industrialists and noble lords. The police are as corrupt and oppressive as ever. Poverty is still widespread in many of the city's districts. And despite the best efforts of the Waterdavian government, led by Lashana Silverhand, the national government is still run by corporate interests. There's still a long way to go, and that's not even to mention the fact that magical dangers aren't going anywhere. To that end, the new Blackstaff, Amos Durant, has put out a call for prospective heroes interested in making Waterdeep a better place for all. Four of those heroes have gathered together and are on their way to a meeting with the Blackstaff, having been summoned there. It is, the, it is dawn on the morning of Greengrass, the first day of spring, and Waterdeep is preparing for the associated festivities. Uh, as I said, you all have been summoned to the Wizard Tower of Amos Durant regarding your applications to work for him to defend the city from magical dangers. As you pass into the Terrace Ward, where the Blackstaff lives, you see that most of the residents have already decorated their shops and houses with the traditional displays of freshly cut flowers, except for one shop nearby in the Court of the Elements, uh, this sort of um, open square, uh, where you see a gold dragonborn hurriedly putting out uh, their flower display. Suddenly, emerging from the shadows of a nearby alley, 
two small twisted creatures with bat-like faces and wrinkled gray skin burst out of the shadows and attack the dragonborn. And we will be starting by rolling initiative. What? And when it gets to your turn, I will have you introduce your character. Um... Oh, well, okay, cool. So, uh, we're going to be running this first combat theater of the mind, but I do have maps prepared for some of the other encounters. Other? Potential other encounters. Uh, No, us level one heroes. We're going to fight everything. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Kelly, what did you get? I got a natural 20 for 24. Nice. Uh, Matt. (laughs) 20. Sam. 19. Let's always roll like this. This is great. Wow, this is incredible. It's level one luck. 18. 18. We're unstoppable. Wow. Okay. Yeah, y'all are moving before the monsters. Um, I will say, as you all see this happening, one of the monsters um, lets out a, a belch as it approaches the dragonborn and this thick cloud of green gas explodes out of his mouth and sort of obscures this 10 foot radius uh, around it as they're attacking the dragonborn. Um, So in initiative order, first up is Kelly's character, then Matt's character, then Sam's character, and finally Eva's character before the two monsters. So, as first up in the initiative, before you... T- yes. Do we, real quick, so do we all know each other yet, or we... I would know say... That we've all been hired? I, I would say you all know you've been hired, and you're on your way okay. um, nice. together. So you, 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 know, you know each other well enough to know that you're all going to be working the same job. I'll allow you to decide how well you know each other. Okay. Um, but, Kelly, as you take your turn... Go ahead and describe your character. Um, so you see this um, rather petite wood elf just like t- jump in front of the rest of them and go, don't worry guys, I got this. Um, and she is wearing fairly plain clothes, um, but she wears the confidence of someone who has enlisted in the military but never seen any action. Um, And she is decked out in um, weapons. She's got two hand axes across her back uh, and then a short sword, a a rapier, and a dagger on her belt. Um, Not really arranged in a, a way that would make them easy to access, but they are there, and she wants to make sure that they are seen. Um, she has fiery red hair um, that's always pulled back into a bun to keep it out of her face. Um, and she seems like she's gonna just... She's, she's pretty confident that she can take down both these monsters all by herself. Um, and her name is Alora. Great. All right. So, what does Alora do? Uh, she's gonna grab her hand axes, 
from behind her her uh her head it's a little uncoordinated sure she's trying not to think about that too much sure um and she is going to throw each of them so action bonus action okay because of this cloud of gas you are going to be rolling with disadvantage Great. but go ahead and make your attack rolls for me um, you do not get to add bonus damage on the offhand attack uh, um, as part of two-weapon fighting. I do. Oh, do you have the two-weapon fighter feat? I took the two-weapon fighting style. So. Oh, the fighting style, excuse yeah. me. Okay, great. So. Go for it. You we sure showed me. Then. We know what yeah. we're doing. I, <laughs> you know what? I'm so sorry. All right, the first one is a 12. That hits. Cool. That's six points of damage. Wow. All right. And then the other one is also a 12. Okay. She does have this. And that's seven points of damage. All right. Great. You chuck the hand axes into this cloud of uh, green gas. um, And they disappear in, but you hear... Snarling sounds uh, uh, from within the fog cloud as your hand axes uh, connect with this sort of shadowy shape that you think is one of the creatures in the fog. Uh, do you use any of your movements, um, or yeah, are you going to stay put? I'm going to move up to, like, I'm just going to run into the cloud. I'm probably right. uh, point, but we're going to go for it. Excellent. Uh, as you move into this cloud, I would love for you to make a constitution saving throw. Sure, yeah. Oops. It didn't land in the tray. Okay. So re-roll. Okay, cool. Because that was a two. Um, 15. That'll be a success. Okay. Great. After your turn, we move over. To Matt's character. Matt, would you care to introduce your character? Yeah. Um, trailing along behind the group. Um, a, a bit behind. Not because of a lack of energy being exerted, but simply uh, the length of the legs at play here. Uh, you see there's a little bundle of blue robes it's kind of like tottering. There's a really yeah, Simon. Um, there's like a there's a a wand, a longer like maybe two foot like wizard's wand mm -hmm. that's being used as like a staff. Um, as about a being that's about a foot and a half tall is scampering along behind, kind of like tripping over the robes a little bit and not quite the best at walking on his hind legs. Um, wearing a little pointed hat, I reaches up, swaps it out, stucks it, stuffs it into a pocket, and pulls out like a tin can and sticks it on his head, mutters something about our combat, um, as a little raccoon dressed in blue robes is running along after this group. And what is this um, raccoon's name? Uh, this raccoon's name is Theodore. Theodore Excellent. Humphrey, but Theodore. Excellent. 
All right, what does Theodore do? Uh, running up, um, the the gold dragonborn is within this. Is within the cloud, yeah. And everybody's within, okay. Can't see that. Um, is there a building or something nearby? Maybe yeah. Like scamper up the yeah. side. Yeah, so oh, I'm, I'm gonna grab um, one of my new folks. Uh, who's the biggest? Who looks the biggest? Uh, I would say that is Eva's character. Eva, would you care to describe your character as we're sort of, uh, as Tador's trying to size you all up? Sure. The name's Krog. I'm, uh, six foot seven, half orc barbarian. Uh, you might know me from, uh, if you've ever had a loved one die. I'm a casket maker by trade. Um, I, uh, I have, I follow, uh, I'm a worshiper of Tyr, uh, and, and the color, colors of Tyr's worshipers are, uh, blue and purple and white. So I have blue and purple hair, uh, because I work and I go to a lot of funerals, my clothes are all black, uh, and I have my, uh, my trusty overalls to make sure all my uh, clothes stay up, but I have purple and blue adorning my outfit. Um, and I carry two, um, two hand axes with me as well, but I'm, I'm very adept at using them. I use them to chop my wood. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm definitely probably the biggest one here. Yeah. So, so Krug is the biggest one here, Theodore. Beautiful. Um, well then, Mr. Krug, I'm gonna start, uh, running towards, uh, Krug. Like, oh, they're coming up, hold on. I'm gonna, like, climb up your back. Yeah, sure. Um, and kind of, like, Pikachu style, like, be on your shoulder. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna say, all right, big guy, let's get me in range. And I'm okay. going to prepare burning hands. Okay. Yeah, you can hold you can hold burning hands. Hold burning hands to yeah. try and find the people I want to burn. Yeah. Within range. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. All right. So you are holding your action. Uh awesome. Sam, it's now your character's turn. Would you describe your character? Standing at a six-one, weighing weighing about two hundred and fifty pounds, is a tall, slender automaton that you see, wearing uh, mostly brass, weathered a little bit, uh, eyes glowing orange, a very soft orange, I would say, uh, with a old knight's helmet mouth guard right across the face. Um, <clears throat> He is wearing a black cloak, just to not give himself attention, and gently perched on his head is his bird friend. Uh, and his name is Maurice. Excellent. All right, what are you going to do on your turn, Maurice? How far away are these uh, bat-like creatures? Um, I would say 30 feet. 30 feet? They, you said there is a... A gas around them. Correct? Yeah, so there's a 10-foot radius gas cloud, dark green. Okay. Um, Maurice is probably going to open up his side compartment that's on his leg, 
and pull out his revolver and just start uh, shooting. Great. Um, I need you to make an attack roll with disadvantage. Now, are you targeting the creature that Alora already hit, or are you going to try to hit the other one? I'm trying to hit the other one. I'm specifically going to say, you said they're like bat-like creatures, correct? Yeah, they don't have wings, but their faces are bat-like. Okay. I'm I'm thinking like pointy ears, like yeah, the big... Yeah, pointy ears, kind of the weird like face and nose, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm purposely aiming for the one of the ear lobes of one of these creatures, just as like a warning shot. Okay. I, I mean, make an attack roll with disadvantage still. Disadvantage, that is a 19. 19 with disadvantage. Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. You do hit. Um, Good. I will say with, with that, because you rolled so high, you actually hit solidly as opposed to by Fair. the ear. Fair. We'll say uh, in this case. Uh, that would be... That's 15 damage for the revolver. Great. Um, and I'm just going to advance forward towards okay. towards the mist. Not I'm staying outside the radius of the mist, but okay. You advance right up to the radius. Yep. Krug, that's you. Right. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not the smartest guy, honestly, and I don't know if this miss is gonna hurt us, so I'm gonna bonus action rage, and I'm just gonna get us right up to the, uh, one that's looking the most healthy. Which, right. Did you, wait, did you hit the one that had been hit already, or no, the one? No, the other one. Hit the other Okay, one. so I'm gonna go up to the one that, yeah, yeah. All um, right. Go for it. As you enter the mist, I do need uh, constitution saving throws from Krug and Theodore. Cool. <laughs> 15. 16. 15, 16. Those are both successes. Um, okay. Krug, you run up. Do you run up to the one that was shot or the one that took the hand axes? I'm going to go to the one that took the hand axes. Okay. Great. Because that one's you, looking less injured, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. You you blunder into this mist. Uh, right. You still are going to roll with disadvantage on this attack roll. Um, right. But go ahead. Seventeen. Seventeen is my lower roll. Okay, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Eight damage. Oh, wait, no. I get... I went into a rage, so I get plus, so you get plus two. two. So, ten damage. Great. Uh, you slay this one as it's, like, clawing at the dragonborn. Theodore, you, like, whirl around in this cloud of mist, spot the other one within range of your burning hands. Great. Is that a saving throw? Um, it is. Dexterity. Okay. Great. Thirteen. Gonna be so mad. I rolled exactly a 13. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh well half damage then. Alright. Um I'm able to am I able to angle it to only the baddie? Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here's hoping that this gas is not flammable. And oh. lighten it up. 
Oh, a bunch of two, three, four, six, seven. Half of seven, three, I guess. Yep. Great. Three uh, points of fire damage. But I, it looked beautiful. I need you to make me, we're going to make this, we're going to call this a luck check. Just roll a d20. Um, it, let's oh, oh. say 10 and lower, the gas cloud ignites. 11 oh, and higher, 17. you're fine. Okay, <laughs> 17. Um, as you burning hands, um, the last <laughs> creature, uh, uh, gets <laughs> burns in, uh, in the mist, and this cloud, uh, dissipates. If Dragonborn is... Popping. Um, and as you look down at the bodies of these two creatures, they dissipate into shadow. Are my hand axes still there? Your hand axes clattered the ground. I will grab it. What the? Whoa. The dragonborn. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so very much for. Um, Stepping in and uh, saving me, I thank you. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know who any of you are, um, but uh, excuse me, just one moment. Um, and they set this like they set down this bundle of flowers that they were going to be like putting out around the outside of their shop. They quickly pop inside, and a few moments. Oh, later... I'm going to the bundle. Okay, you're going over to the bundle of flowers. Yeah. Is there a particularly, like, pretty one? Um, yeah, make an investigation check for me. Oop, that's it. That's not the red. Oh my god, where are my... There we go. Investigation. 18. 18. Um, you, you find a, a, a nice, um, primrose flower that you Buck free. Yep, it's mine now. Um, great. Uh, we'll also call this a spite of hands check because you pluck it three, pluck it free, and have to stuff it in your robes, uh, in such a way as this dragonborn is coming back outside. Twelve. Twelve. All right, I'm gonna roll perception for the gold dragonborn. It was a nine, so you're good. Uh. <laughs> The gold dragonborn comes out, um, has some, like, slips of paper in their hands, um, hands them out to you, says, I got these from, um, I got these from one of the social, uh, clubs that I'm involved in. Um, it's a chance to go free as a, as a guest to inquire, um, about, about potential, uh, membership. You should be able to get in with these for free and enjoy some drinks sometime of, of your choosing without having to have a membership. And you see that these, uh, these slips are for, uh, will get you in as a prospective new member of Bright Shield Gardens. <laughs> Stupid place. <laughs> um. Well, thank you. That's my voice. Thank you. Thank you, uh, again for saving me. Uh, now, if you'll excuse me, I should see to these, uh, flowers. Yeah, they're really pretty. Um, thank you, yes. Oh, here, I'll hand him the bundle. Thank you. 
I uh, pluck one from it. Uh, he just sort of lets you do that. Thank All right. you. Have a good rest of your day. This time you grabbed a hyacinth as you were handing it over. <laughs> um. All right. Um, Bye, sir. Don't get attacked by more bats. I'll, yeah. um, I'll do my best. Uh, and goes back to uh, goes back to work on the exterior of his shop. Uh, you are here in the Court of Elements. Uh, as I say, this is a city square in the Terrace Ward. It's got all sorts of colorful shops. In the center of the square is a statue depicting um, four elementals, one of each type, um, sort of engaged in this acrobatic display. Uh, but, you know, they're frozen in place. Uh, and you see some, un unlike modern streetlights that are uh, powered by electricity, you see the streetlights here are magical street lamps. Um, but this is not your destination. You have someplace to be. So you continue deeper into the Terrace Ward, making your way up Mount Waterdeep. And eventually you arrive at your destination, the new home of the Blackstaff, Amos Durant the Sapphire Spire. This wizard tower is an, imp an impossibly huge blue crystal that seems to have burst out of the ground um, and towers, uh, you know, 40, 50 feet in the air with, like, down at the base, there's several, like, jagged bits of the sapphire sticking out and then one singular larger um, spire coming out of the center, uh, and you see that there is a sort of path between some of the spire, some of the, some of the, like, bits that stick outward, um, that leads to a crystalline door, um, into the interior of the town. Whoa. 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 Nice. <clears throat> well, we should probably just go inside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who wants to knock? I'll knock. I, I just can't reach the door knocker. Great. Uh, Maurice, you go up to the door and you knock. Um, a few seconds pass, and then uh, the door is opened. Um, there is no one immediately at the door, but you hear a voice call from deeper inside the tower. Just make your way in to the right. I'll be right down with you. Okay. Um, as you enter this, like, front entrance hall and then quickly turn to the right, you go into what appears to be some sort of meeting room. The interior walls of this uh, wizard tower seem normal, um, except... But when you get to this meeting room, one of the walls would abut with the exterior, and you see that that wall is made entirely of that dark blue crystal. Um, in the center of this meeting room is a large table surrounded by all sorts of chairs, uh, and then there are, like, bookcases in the corner uh, pushed up against the interior walls, um, loaded with all sorts of books. The large uh, central table in front of you is littered with uh, papers and pens and all sorts of things. Um, 
you hear from like out in the entry hallway uh someone saying like yes um well if you yes please continue looking into that matter um i'll be with you shortly i just have to meet with the new hires uh thanks again <clears throat> uh you hear the front door shut and then entering into the room is the black staff of Waterdeep, amos durant uh this is an elegant, middle-aged uh, black man in blue robes um, and, uh, you know, glasses. And he sort of uh, approaches the table. And he has, of course, the fabled black staff. This um, tall staff made entirely of some sort of strange black metal. Um, as he comes into the room, he gestures for all of you to sit. Hello. It's a pleasure to meet you all in person. Um, how do you, did you all know each other before today, or are you just meeting now? We, I don't, I don't know anyone. Yeah, we kind of just all were walking in the same direction and eventually figured out that we were all going the same way. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we all entered the ad. Is this where we go for that? Yes, you are you're in the right place. What makes you want to work for me? Do you yeah. pay? I I just want to make the world a better place. You offer opportunities to fight stuff? I've seen a lot of death, and I would like to prevent some of that death. Hmm. Wide range, wide range of, uh, of responses. Absolutely, for sure. Well, let me be frank. There would typically be a longer vetting process involved, but we're a little short-staffed right now. The, eh. uh... Black staff, short-staffed. Yes quite. The, the dismantling of the Watchful Order, while absolutely necessary, has left many threads untied, and unfortunately, in tandem, who I have worked with, is no longer in town. So, I am, I and my remaining employees are, well, and Tanda wasn't my, weren't my employees, but we had a, they were like contractors. Anyway. They were pretty cool. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Who? <laughs> you may have. The dragon? Oh, they're the ones that fought it. Yeah. Yes. I saw Janar go to a lot of their fun the funerals of those who, who perished. Yes, indeed. Well, at any rate, with their absence and us being relatively short-staffed, we need all the help we can get, because quite frankly, there's a lot of things left unfinished. So... If you all can tie up one of those loose ends, 
then you may consider yourselves as having the job. Okay. Loose end I'd like for you to look into. Um, and he swirls the, like grabs the staff and gives it a little spin on uh, the papers on the table swirl around for a minute before settling on and he passes out the first piece of paper the the top he passes out a piece of paper to all of you piece of parchment to all of you and you see that at the top it says um uh the demon cult um he waves his staff towards the crystal wall, and on the wall appears a picture of a um, huge mansion. The Maravaldi residence. Quite some time ago, this gentleman, Diero Maravaldi, was uncovered as the leader of a local cult to the demon lord Baphomet. Now, Diarmaravaldi was killed, and the cult fell into disarray. After that, my predecessor and the Watchful Order had been covering for Maravaldi for quite some time. After it became apparent that covering his crimes would no longer be possible, my predecessor ensured that Marvaldi took sole blame for what had happened, and most of the rest of the cult disappeared into the shadows. Now, I believe that we, we've, I've been hard at work trying to mop up as much of the, as much of their cult as possible, but unfortunately, um, it's hard to catch all of them. The reason I bring this to your attention is there has been an increase in minor demonic activity here in Waterdeep. I do not think the demon cult has particularly many resources left to their name, but they still pose a challenge. Um, so your job is to look into this. The, if you will look down at your papers, you will see that I have a suggested place to start, but by all means, pursue this however you see fit. But I would suggest you start at the home of Lord Harold Talbot, known as the Electrum Manor. Lord Talbot uh, went missing within the last 10 days. So, and... There were demons, small demons, seen near his estate around that time. So, I would suggest you start there. See what you can find out. What kind of small demons are we talking about? Dretches. And he swings his staff, and appearing on the crystalline wall is one of the creatures that you just killed. Oh, huh. hey, we uh, saw a couple of those down by the um, Court of Elements. They were really? attacking a dragonborn. <clears throat> Dude. We killed them. Interesting. They did breathe gas. 
Yes, that is an ability the dretches are known to have. Well, perhaps you could see if this dragonborn knows more information about why these demons may have attacked him. Yeah, we could go talk to him. He's it's it's up to you. If you you can take whatever approach you want, but you can successfully solve this matter, tie up this loose end, then you all have the job. Wait, so if we do the job, we get the job? This Call this a trial run. You'll get paid for this. Okay, okay. sure. And then you will have permanent reoccurring assignments. Okay. Sounds good. How much do we get paid? Like a, a magical item per day? Or money? You will be paid in money. Both? Um, well, 50 gold each for completing this job. Not gold, talents. We don't use gold anymore. 50 talents each for completing this job. And here at the start, you should also take these. And he hands you all a potion of lesser healing. Each of us or just one potion? Each of you gets one potion. Potion of lesser healing. Ah, pretty. They're kind. Is the gas poisonous? Does yes. It breathe? Yes, it is. I breathed it and I was okay. Well, you were probably able to shake off the effects. Well, that would fall under. Shaking off the effects would fall under that cool. Very well. Okay. Do you have any questions for me before you depart? Potion of healing, potion of healing superior, and potion of healing supreme, but not lesser healing. It should be potion of healing, comma, lesser, probably. I don't know. Nope. Nope. Maybe it's just potion of healing. Whichever is the weakest healing potion. potion. Which I think is the greater one. No, it's just potion of healing. 2d4 plus 2. I'm select potion. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got stuck in video game world where there's less. Oh, I got you. I got you. I found it. I, that was so weird. Okay. Yeah, just normal potion of people. Nice. So when we're done, we, we're going to talk to you again? Yes, return here when you complete okay. the task. Alright. Sounds good. Well, good luck. Very nice place you have. Yeah. Thank you. It's great. It's new. Um, needed a larger um, place to run business out of. My previous wizard tower was nice. It was quaint. I frankly preferred it to this one, but, um, you know, with more people coming in and out, needed more space. And this one was available. Anyway, good luck. Uh, thank you. Good story. Mm-hmm.
and you all are shown out. So where are you all, where do you, what would you all like to do? Where would you like to start? How close is the Electrum Manor and how close is the Court of Elements? Court, you just came from the Court of Elements. So the Court yeah. of Elements is super close. Electrum Manor is um, quite a bit further away. Uh, it's all the way over in the Sea Ward, um, one of the rich areas of the city. Um, the the ward you're in now, the Terrace Ward, is kind of the, this is where the wizards live, ward. Um, but the rich ward is the Sea, it, one of the rich wards is the Sea Ward. Um, and so Electrum Manor is there. So that's going to be quite, that's going to be quite a trek across the city to get there. Um, but Court of Elements you just came from, so that's super, super close. Uh, but if you have any other thoughts or ideas about what you want to do, you know, toss them out and we can, I can tell you what your options are for any of those ideas. So should we just go and start investigating the manor? I did. I was yeah. Do we want to go talk to that guy that we just saved? I yeah. If it's on the way, that's fine. Okay. Sounds good. Charged Retracing on. our steps. Yeah. yeah, you return to the Court of Elements. Uh, it's a little bit later in the morning now, so the the streets are starting to come to life as. Um, people like get up, go about. Uh, there are a lot of college students that live in this district uh, because the magic university is in the terrace ward. Um, and you see some of them like going about uh, uh, to like coffee shops and whatnot. Um, and you head over to the shop that's run by the Gold Dragonborn. Um, and you enter uh, uh, find him behind the counter. He looks up and says, Ah, well, if it isn't my friends who saved me this morning, how can I help you? We just stopped by and wanted to make sure that you were okay. Also, do you know why those things attacked you? Or what they are. Um, I, I haven't the faintest idea why they attacked me. Insight. Insight. Make insight checks. Can I just like poke around this door? See what I see. Yeah, make an investigation check. Um, but um, I believe those creatures were some sort of demon. Um, what'd you get on the investigation check? 15. 15. Fifteen. This is a shop of magic items that are all out of your price range. Um, and what do we get on our insight checks? Fifteen. Fifteen? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, he's holding something back. I didn't find any, like, trapdoors, scratches on the ground. You Nothing didn't... that would be bat-creature-like? No. No. Okay. So, did they just, like, like, describe the last hour for us? Because um... we're trying to investigate these these creatures, because you're not the only one that's seen them, had an encounter with them. We're we're with the Black Staff, uh, yeah. so we're just trying to gather some information. I see. Uh, make a persuasion check. 
10. Okay. Well, um, I woke up this morning, uh, realized that I had forgotten that today was green grass, so I had to hurriedly start setting up my flower displays outside the shop. Um, and they attacked me, and then you all saved me. So you, you didn't see where they came from? I think they came from the alley. Okay, okay. All right. Um, I have a little notepad out. Uh-huh. From alley. Um, have you ever had, have you ever seen those kinds of things before? You deal with a lot of, like, magic stuff. I have not seen any in person before. I've seen them in books on demonology. Um, if you're looking into demons, perhaps you should speak with um, one of the librarians mm -hmm. at the Font of Knowledge. Uh, I believe one of the librarians there... Um, Abigail Somerset. Uh, I think she's an expert on demonology. You could ask her. Cool. Um, I would like to insight that he had never seen them before. Yeah, we'll make an insight check. 18 again. Okay. Um, you're pretty sure he's being truthful when he says he's never seen them in person before, but you know, you can still tell there's right. something he's not telling you. Um, how tall am I compared to the dragonborn? Um, you're six, seven. Mm. I'd say you're probably three or four inches taller than the dragonborn. Can I go up to the counter and I'm just going to lean over it a bit and just be like, are you telling us everything you know? Because Amos really sent us to take care of these demons. And if you're holding back on us, that's not going to be good. Uh, Go ahead and make an intimidation check. Punch I'm just gonna like touch stuff on the counter and like gauge oh, his reaction. Yeah. Uh I got a ten. Got a ten on your intimidation. <laughs> really good at charisma, apparently. <laughs> uh he sort of straightens up a little bit and says I don't know why you're threatening me. I have rights. Yeah, not threatening, just want the information. We just, there have been more instances of this. And we, like, you know how people were going missing, like, a few months back, and it turned out to be that def that demon cult thing? Uh, we just want to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Do you know, do you remember the whole, like, demon cult thing? Yes, I remember. Yeah, that was not good. I'm, like, 
Go ahead and make uh, another persuasion check for me. I want an insight check your it character, so Kelly. <laughs> I have decided that uh, my this Alora's cousin has gone gone missing uh, around that time. So, um, thirteen. Maybe she got into gambling. At this, he sort of lowers his eyes. He says, Okay, look, I swear I didn't know who was buying that stuff, okay? That's fine. The, buying what stuff? This? I'm going to hold up like just a crystal ball or something. No, put that down. That's. Put it, it down. Ooh. Put it down unless I want to unleash a very angry Ifrit. Bless you. Angry what? <laughs> Lord Harold Talbot had been coming in, had been placing regular orders for certain material components. Didn't strike me as unusual at first. But then I I started, you know, looking at what um, those materials were used for, and they they're used in demon summoning rituals. So I told Lord Talbot that I would no longer be selling him those items anymore then he offered to pay me double so i did keep selling them but then i thought better of it and i stopped selling them again and i just don't want any trouble isn't talbot the guy who's missing yeah yeah that's actually who we're gonna go check out his estate next shit are you, are there particular things you want us to try and bring back for you? Since, like, he's not there anymore, so we could, like, get that back for you. Well, they would have all been material spell components. What? So they probably yeah. would have been consumed in whatever rituals mm. he was doing to create these. Do you have, like, Summon these demons from the abyss. Do you have receipts? Um, yes, I, I do. Like, what did he buy? What kind of... Demon rituals was he doing? Um, summoning rituals. Uh, like a bunch of salt? I don't know what's used. Incense? Shit. Hold on, hold on. I know. <laughs> summon greater demon, what? Google, how to summon... Summon a greater demon. <laughs> it's Let's a really good Bing. thing that... Things like D and D Beyond exist because otherwise, yeah, thanks D and D Beyond. Even weirder. Well, you know, it involves 
use. He needed diamonds. He needed special chalks. He needed special incense. But all of these, all of these rituals require vials of blood, fresh blood, Ooh. which I don't carry, and is why it took me so long to put everything together. Because obviously, I don't carry vials of fresh blood. I don't go around killing people. Because it has to be blood from a killed person. But I just got a weird feeling that there was something off about these orders. So I looked into it and turned out these components could be used in certain demon summoning rituals. I just imagine like a WebMD type thing where you type in a bunch of components and it's like, could be summon <laughs> greater demon could be greater restoration yeah. <laughs> yeah consult your doctor today yeah it's good you told us yeah thank you it's good you told us because if he's will you put in a good word with the black staff i swear i don't want to get in any trouble for this i mean oh, yeah. yes yeah i've got you, a business to run you, you didn't, didn't you didn't do anything wrong you didn't know at first and then even then you didn't know you suspected. And I don't think that they can prove anything. Well, not yet. That's kind of what we're trying to do. But No, I mean, like, I don't think they could prove that you knew what was happening. Yeah. But ahead of time. In the future, you should look a little bit, a bit more into regulating those substances. Especially well, fresh blood. I don't sell, sell I didn't sell the fresh blood. Oh, right. But the right. diamonds, diamonds are used in all sorts of magical spells, okay. most of them positive. Incense too. It just so happened that the certain the particular combination of those elements. Like the amount that he was getting. Off the top of your head. Other combinations of things. You know, summoning things, turning people into other things. Huh. What are the components to that? What? Just um, in general. Well, uh, I'm just you, gonna... you sell components here, yes, right? You've got a lot. Yes. You know things. Well, I'm just gonna uh, look at depending Theodore. on the particular spell. If you're looking for like <laughs> some sort of transmutation magic, um, I would suspect you're talking about some sort of polymorph spell. I don't know. I've never heard of that spell. You uh, have never, you appear to be a wizard. I, well. Oh, you said yes. I thought you meant uh, summon Smurf. Um, I'm well, gonna summon do... a Smurf. Hi, can, I do, can I do an Arcana <laughs> check on, on uh, the Matt's character? Theodore. Theodore, thank you. Uh, I would like to insight You may check. make a nature check or an insight, a nature check for you, and then an insight check for, uh, uh, Is Theodore something that got turned into a raccoon? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Wait, are you a raccoon or a squirrel? Oh, I'm a raccoon. You're a raccoon, okay. I'm a raccoon. I thought you were a squirrel scurry. The nature check was a nat 20 plus 4, so 24. Okay. Now I got a 21. Um, okay. Oh, I insight 2. I got 15. Okay, oh. uh, Teodor, you can roll a deception check if you want, or oh, you just fun. Uh, <laughs> say what they see with a 21 insight. What I will say 
for you, Maurice, uh, is you, you know, you know for a fact that most raccoons can't talk. Um, <laughs> most, most... <laughs> That's a sub 10 roll. I was going to say more, but you cut me off. Um, <laughs> That's all it gets now. Most, most animals can't talk. It seems to you, looking at oh. Theodore, that something happened to him. It doesn't seem to be the case that he just happened to be far more intelligent than a normal raccoon um which you know is rare but could theoretically happen it's a crazy magical world out there um but that doesn't seem to be the case it does seem like with that nature with that nat 20 nature check it does seem like something magical happened to him to make him this way. Um, 100% raccoon. What did oh, you get? Also, my um my deception yeah. check. I rolled a natural one for a total of zero. Right. <laughs> what do uh, Alora and Krug see uh, in your eyes? As, as uh, what were you inciting again? Check? Um, are you something that got turned into a raccoon, and you are trying to figure out how to undo that? Trying to figure out how to undo something. Not necessarily was something else. Okay. Is this like a princess and the frog type situation? But like something, like very curious about magic that turns something into something else. Gotcha. Very curious. And not covering it well. Sure. Uh, the gold dragonborn says, uh, well, if you're talking about transmuting a living creature into another form, that would be some sort of polymorph magic. Um, a normal polymorph spell requires a caterpillar co cocoon to cast um but uh there are more powerful types of polymorph magic um that require more extensive components right okay thanks hop off the counter i'm gonna go to the alley um okay well, uh, thank you again for um, agreeing to speak up on my behalf and make sure that I don't get in any trouble because I really want to keep making money. Um, Makes sense. Thank you. Um, yeah, you all... Open the door, please. Yeah. Do you uh, want a ride? Oh, absolutely. My legs are killing me. Okay. Just to out back, and then I'll hop down again because I gotta look at you know the ground. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys make your way around to the alley, um, around behind the shop. Um, go ahead and make an investigation check for me. I feel like we're just gonna become Ash and Pikachu, <laughs> just traveling the world. 
Um, Kirk, you get easily distracted. Um, by... there's a raccoon on your shoulder. No, oh. uh, you get you get easily distracted. Like oh. as Theodore hops down, a cart of like uh fresh pretzels uh comes by just outside the alley. Um, you know, because uh, it's it's a festival day. Um, and you just get distracted by the nice smell of the fresh pretzels the rest of you uh investigate this alley a little bit more thoroughly um you find that there is uh yes there seems to be some like scuffed up chalk markings on the tiles in the alley um that look like they could have been part of some sort of summoning circle um and there's like a small bit of ash in the center of the circle. Um uh, with with getting as high as y'all did, very very high on your your investigation checks. As you are looking around, um you see that there is a um there's a, a bit of fabric that looks like got like caught and, and torn um as somebody was like hurrying away down the opposite end of the alley, got like caught on a crate. Um so you've got this like scrap of fabric now. Huh. I wanna taste the chalk. It's like uh does not taste good. Uh tastes like chalk and salt. Uh, and actually as you're getting really very close to this uh to this disused like our, our this used summoning circle you can very faintly smell uh the scent of sulfur Ew, come on um maurice wants to smell the little piece of clothing to get a scent or something like that uh, any does what? does Maurice have a particular uh, ability to smell things well? Being an automaton, he, uh, Maurice has a, a thing to uh, a good smell. Yeah. All right. What I need you word nose? What I what I what I need you to do? What I need you to do? I need you to make me. Just a flat intelligence check to okay. see if you had done the thing you needed to do to allow this to work the way you want it to. Okay, great. I love that. I'm trying to be as vague as possible uh, right now, <laughs> but... <laughs> I love secrets. Fifteen. I'm going to say that, unfortunately... It occurs to you as you are picking this up that normally I would be able to smell this. I forgot to install the olfactory pathways. So, gotcha. unfortunately, you cannot smell it uh, right now. So, What do you think? I'll sniff it! 
<laughs> Maurice hands it off. You sniff it. Smells smells like cloth. <laughs> so are there like something chalk summoning? Or ran like that way? Fingerprints. Um you can tell based on the way the cloth where the cloth caught what way they were running in. Um, unfortunately, this alley is stone, so there's no footprints. But you know what way they were running in. Is this the direction that would lead in a general direction towards the mansion? Yeah, it would generally lead northward, which would be the direction you need to go. Huh. Okay. But northward northward yeah. could be go could be anywhere a lot yeah so let's say you are a, a demon summoner okay you don't like people knowing someone starts finding out hey you're a demon summoner they call you on it so you come back and try to finish them off make it look like an accident Seems like it. Does that seem plausible? I don't know. I'm only a... I'm a raccoon, so... Uh, I mean, cause and probable cause, indeed. For sure. Yes. I would say that is a good working theory. Okay. Should we go look at the mansion? I got us snacks for the road. Ooh. And I got us each, like, a bunch of pretzels. <laughs> oh, I don't know how many you all wanted, so I how got as many as I eat to fill up, so I got, like, ten each. Thank you, <laughs> Krug. <laughs> how much money does Krug have? I'm a successful businessman. I make caskets for a living. Yeah. <laughs> if I start an inventory, I put 30 uh, talents. That's probably not enough. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, that's, what, 40 pretzels? Um, that's, uh, that is a lot of pretzels. Uh, Five. Probably more than they had on the cart. <laughs> they had to probably get another cart. Yeah, Here's the they thing. did. They had Here's to the go in another Krug part. said the number 10. Does Krug know the number 10? I feel like caskets. He's a businessman. I have to do some math. <laughs> you never have to know how to count You money. can just kind of look at it and see if it works. Yes, box. Good. <laughs> yeah. Dead box, even it, better. It's about this big, so it, it'll be good. Okay, well, the good news <laughs> is, is in like, sees the corpse and just goes, all right, and then goes over to the sheet of the pile of what he has. Yeah. It just goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the good news is these pretzels were super cheap. So, you yes. mark off that you spent your uh, <clears throat> talents. What is I mean, deal? they were like they were like ten cents each, right? So great. Uh, this is incredible, Krog. Thank you so so much. Thank you so. They start eating it. You know, raccoons are not are like, they like the most graceful. Pretzels? 
Yeah, these are the big pretzels. Um, Maurice takes one and <laughs> flips his mouth guard up and just kind of stuffs it into a rectangular hole and just puts it back down. Why? Yep. Uh, yeah. Maurice, I gotta ask. Are we gonna find that later? Why did you eat <laughs> organic material? <laughs> Is that not what you do with pretzels? It is, exactly but you, do you don't look like you need organic material to fuel you. I, as some would say, have a organic engine. Excuse me? Let's go to the mansion. Insight check. <laughs> Make an insight check. Yeah. Also, oppose, insight oppose. Check. By Maurice's deception. I got a 14. Oh my 14. god, I got four. That's so dumb. Four? Okay, Maurice, deception. Five. Five. <laughs> so, Alora, um, I'll say you, what you get is there is something going on with Maurice. You don't know what on earth he means by organic engine because you're not necessarily like tech inclined i'm uh, a little concerned going into a mansion of a potential of a of a known demon worshiper who had to kill people with someone who just told me that they had an organic engine so my brain is thinking there's a heart wired to this automaton, I'm gonna take like ten steps away from Maurice. You, you, you do a loose follow on the group. Yeah, uh, I am trailing. So, are you guys making your way directly trailing. to the mansion now? Yeah. Or okay, I'm gonna draw yep. my new seat on Krug's shoulder if they'll let. Me. Yeah, you guys make uh, your way across town. Um, we just need to do something quick. Okay. Craig, do you always like pretzels? If it smells good, I'll probably eat it. That's a good philosophy. Yeah. Pretzels smell good. good. Why not? Also, it takes a lot to fuel me up, you know? I'm sure. Yeah. They were very nice. And salty. Um, <laughs> salt is extra good. As you guys are making your way across town, all of you except for Krug, uh, clock with your passive perception. Um, <laughs> that perception sucks. Krug, <laughs> come on. <laughs> your yours is only one point better than Krug's. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> If Zu if Zuzu had been playing with us tonight, uh, you would have had her had her character's passive perception by two. Um, oh, hers is even lower than mine. Yep. Uh, wow. uh, <laughs> uh anyway, uh <laughs> you guys clock with your passive perception that someone is following you. It's me. It's not you. <laughs> It's not you. Someone else is following you. Um, I'm gonna 
casually get my tin can on. Okay. I'm going to stop at like an intersection and like tie my boot that doesn't have a shoelace on it. Yeah. Uh, Maurice is going to walk back to Alora and go, you, we have somebody approaching us. Mm-hmm. You should not be tying your shoe at this moment. Dude, dude, I'm trying to see who's following us. Oh. I do not have a shoe to tie. May I just look around the corner? Uh, Go ahead and make an active perception check for me now. Am I just barreling forward? Yup. Uh, I I think you've I'm noticed your friends have. You. I think you've noticed your friends have stopped. I got a twelve. You got a twelve. Okay. Um. Yeah. You you clocked that one person that was following you. You're on sort of a a relatively quiet residential street. Um. There are a few people out and about on this street. Um. But you sort of like clock the person and that was following you and they sort of see you uh, uh stop and you know they try to make it look casual they sort of like you you know you're sort of you said you're at an intersection so it's sort of this three-way intersection right um you start you were starting to go down to the right the this person that's following you starts going down the other way and like stops and like just sort of leans against a a, a wall nearby and um, as you see that, you see there's a few other people sort of are, um, also walking that direction, and, uh, a couple of them stop and start chatting with this person about the weather. There's multiple people. Do you think we should just run? Um. Yeah. All right. Krug? Yeah? We're going to run towards the mansion. Very loudly, he says. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, I could burn off the pretzel. Sure, let's do this. Okay. Um, let's start running. Uh, I'm gonna turn around. <clears throat> so I'm like, I don't know, if there's something I can hold on to. So I'm like, I'll like, I'll like, uh, I'll like give you, yeah, I'll hold you steady. Okay. Right, don't run us into anything. I'm going to keep an eye on the people following. Yeah. All right. What we're going to do now is, I guess we're going to move into a chase sequence. Uh, So I need you guys to roll initiative. Oh, boy. I gotta say, it's so good to play a character that actually has a bonus to their, their initiative. <laughs> Oh, right. <clears throat> Could I request that y'all put your character names in chat or something? Oh, I yeah, cannot yeah. remember any of them. Good idea. I'm just going to change my name. Yeah. Let me make sure that I spelled my name right. Thank you. All right. So top of the initiative order uh well i actually don't know the top of the initiative order. I did the wrong order. <laughs> Alora. uh 16 16 Theodore. 6 6 uh maurice 30 20 
and Krug. Nat 20 for 22. Woo. Does not skip leg day. Does no. not skip Ready. leg day. Um, all right. So uh the initiative order will go as such. Uh Krug will is first. Um followed by Maurice, then Alora, then the four people following you, then Theodore. Um four people. Four people there's four people who they see you start to run and immediately uh start running. Um so Are they all, like, dressed similarly? Or are they just randos? They they seem to be dressed in normal clothing. Um huh. as you start running, uh so first up, now we're assuming that because this is a chase, you're you are going to be using as much movement as you can every yeah. round. Yeah. Um, so that the way chases work is we still move in initiative order, but at the top of each person's turn, uh, that person's going to roll a d20. Uh, and then I will tell you what happens. Um, if you want on your turn, if you can think of something that might that you could do that might slow your opponents down, you can do that. Um, otherwise, uh, we'll just say you use your movement and uh, the thing with the d20 happens. So, um, starting us off then, at the top of the initiative order, Krug, I need you to roll me a d20. Uh, I got a 15. You got a 15. 15. Uh, mm -hmm. As you start running down the street as fast as you can, making your way in the direction of Electrum Manor, uh, the, you know, small groups of people milling about the street see you running. They just sort of, like, back up, like, hurriedly, like, oh, jeez, what the hell's going on here? Um, and you, like, sprint past, uh, no problem. Is there anything you can think of that you want to try to do to slow down the people chasing you, or... Not. I don't think so because I'm yep. holding on to Thank you. Theodore. To yep. Theodore. So yeah, I I think I'm just preoccupied with doing that yep. and, and running. Yep. Great. Uh Maurice, uh you're running as fast as you can. Go ahead and roll D20 for me. Seven. Seven. Uh great. You guys um you are like dash around the corner. Uh, as a group, dash around the corner, and you enter this, like, small area uh, uh, by, like, a well, um, surrounded by some of these houses, uh, and you see that, like, someone was, like, pulling water out of the well, um, and uh, uh, there was uh, uh, somebody, like, bumped into her and was like, oh, sorry, ma'am, and then another gentleman next to this woman was like, hey, why the hell are you touching my wife? And a fight breaks out, uh, and you have to get through this fight. So what I need from you is uh, you may make your choice of an athletics check to shoulder your way through this fight, a acrobatics check to dodge your way around this fight, or an intimidation check mm -hmm. to uh, get them to back down and move out of the way as you're, like, <sighs> charging through as fast as you can. I am... I'll, I'll do an acrobatics. Okay, go for it. Make an acrobatics check. 
That was a 16. 16. Okay. You are able to like whirl your way around him, show your friends the way through, and the rest of you keep charging. Alora, that's your turn. Okay. Five. Five. Okay. Um, you guys uh charge around the uh, uh through this air, through this sort of residential area. You burst out into uh a major street in the castle ward. You see all sorts of scaffolding all around you as people are doing construction work, trying to rebuild um some of the stuff. As you are running down the street, right in front of you, someone knocks over a paint can and your feet hit the paint and you start slipping. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Eleven. Eleven is just good enough. You slide across this um you know spilled paint and then uh hit uh, a normal pavement again and are able to keep running. Um, it's the cultist's turn. My turn to roll a d20. 15. Uh, there's no complication. They they Rude. just shoulder past the crowd and like are keep running after you guys. It must be level 2. Uh, Teodor, roll a d20. I'm shoot one of them with fire. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, roll a d20 first. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 17. Do I add anything to it? Nope. Uh, I'm also not running. Right. This is just what happens. Yeah, it's just what happens on each, like, turn, each turn of the chase. So, uh, yeah, you guys, like, charge down the street. You take another, like, turn into, like, an alley. Um, and, Theodore, you spin around. You see... You see these guys uh, chasing after you, and uh, yeah, if you want to cast your spell, go for it. Make it. Uh, I, I assume this is Firebolt. Uh huh. Okay. Fear me. Shoot a little Firebolt at him. Natural one. Natural one. Uh, totally misses. Um, impacts uh, a trash can like behind them, and spills trash. trash like out into the street. <laughs> Um, bro, do they at least have to trip over the trash? Uh, no, because it was behind them already. Great, hit it. Uh, with a natural one, that's what you get. Uh, Krug, uh, roll a d20 for me. Got 19. 19. Uh, no complication. You were able to keep going. You like, were you like, make a sharp turn around this angle. Um, and uh, uh, keep going. Um, Maurice. And sorry, uh, again, if you can think of anything that you want to do to try to slow them down. I'm just holding on um, to Teodor. I'm just going. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Maurice. 18. 18. Uh, no complications. Uh, you burst uh, out into a full-on construction zone um and just like a like a like a baby in like a looney tunes uh cartoon uh where like all this crazy like construction site shit happens around you but it all happens to line up perfectly that you are able to make it to the other side of the construction site without with nary a scratch are you doing anything to try to slow down your pursuers yes i am gonna cast grease 
Ooh, excellent. Excellent. Uh, is that a saving throw? It is a deck saving throw. All 14. right. That's 14. so good. Nice. Best use of grease. Yeah. One of the only uses of grease. But I know. it's such, such a good one. Um, what is the save on that? What's the number? 14. 14. Uh, okay. Wish I had blood just so I could make him have disadvantage. <laughs> Uh, one of them eats shit. The others keep chasing after you. So you, you've lost one of your pursuers. Great. Um, Alora. Um, I don't really have anything that slows them down. Nine. Nine. Um... Uh, as you sort of uh, make it to the other side of this construction zone. You're on a busy street um, and you see a nearby police officer uh, sees you and says, hey, you! Stop it! And like, readies uh, his baton to make an attack against you as you are running past. Um, chased! Hit them! Uh, that's just is, assault. That's a 10 to hit. Uh, that does not hit. Okay. Uh, you managed to dodge out of the way and keep running. What the fuck? Being chased by the police now? So now we have, once again, four people chasing <laughs> No, he doesn't, he doesn't follow because as soon as you get past him, the, uh, guys that are chasing you just, like, shove him down out of the way and keep following. Um, and he just, like, starts blowing his, uh, police whistle in the background as you oh, cool. all cool, cool, cool. continue chasing off. But he's not He's no Maybe should have done that first. Following you. <laughs> well, you know. Um, all right, their turn. Ooh, excellent. Okay. Um, as you guys are running, you guys are like dashing across a busy street. There's all sorts of carts and carriages and stuff going by. Um, as you do, um, uh, you guys make it to the other side of the street just in time, uh, but um, you see that there's this cart that like went right behind you, and the uh, the guys that are following you try to um, skid to a stop and or like get around it, uh, but they do not manage it, and they slam into the side of this cart, nice. um, and. Uh, topple to the ground. So you, I guess, have a choice. You can lose them or confront them. Um, up to you. I kind of want to confront them. Sure. Like, why are you chasing us? Uh, okay. Yeah, are you doing anything to, like, drag them out of this, like, busy street? Or... No. no. Just right in the middle of the yeah. road, you, like, go over to them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we you... have two giant figures yeah. with us. The, the three of them are, like... fireball right at their... Firebolt near their head. Okay, you... Like, shoot fire... You shoot firebolt at the ground next to one of their heads. They're, like, dazed after slamming into this cart. Um, what do you say as you approach them, Alora? Why are you following us? Who are you? 
You won't get anything out of us. Uh, as soon as they say that, uh, Maurice switches his left hand to a sickle. Okay. And <laughs> just goes, well, we can sure try. Make an intimidation check. Uh... Can I nod? Sure, you can get you can you started off yeah. the conversation, so I'll say you can lend the help actually. Subtract one from your right. <laughs> That uh was a fifteen. Fifteen. It's weird not playing an intimidating character. I'm so excited to have a negative charisma. <laughs> um one of them still stony faced, but the other two seem a little nervous, and then one of them is like Look, maybe we should. I mean, look, I, I get it together, Jerry. 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 Hi, Jerry. I'm Alora. Look, I'm, I, I'm, I. I'm gonna shoot the the like the tough one with fireball. Make an attack roll. Wait. Fuck. Um, nine. Uh, you shoot the pavement again. Stop talking! Uh, there's, like, a small, like, crowd of passers-by who are starting to, like, whisper and converse and are, like, exchanging glances, like, what the hell is going on? I'm gonna get real close to their faces. Mm. Just so that the rest of them, rest of the people can hear. And I'm just gonna say... I feel like people do this when they really want information. So this is me telling you, I really want this information. Why are you following us? Or just, when did you start following us? Let's start there. When did you start following us? We've been following you since you left that Dragonborn shop. We were told to make sure that the job got done, and then it did. It didn't get done, and then we saw you guys leave, and we had seen you over at the Blackstaff's tower. And this is Jerry, and the others were like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" Um, the ones that are telling Jerry to shut up, uh, Maurice is just going to press his foot on their chest. Okay. Putting more of their weight on, more of his weight on him. Um, as you're trying to get this conversation, the other, the the two that are still being belligerent are gonna, like, draw blades and try to make attacks uh, with disadvantage against you, because uh, you're, we'll say, grappling them. Uh, no, grapple doesn't lend disadvantage. Uh, actually, let's re-enter the initiative order now, as, as these go. other two are um attacking so technically Theodore, it would be your turn as these two like oh. pull out their blades <laughs> fireball well it would be my last spell <laughs> <laughs> because we're level one and i haven't done mage armor at all i'm very vulnerable um but i'm on top of krug that's like yeah. a mile away 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna try and shoot one of them again. The okay. one that the one that's being pinned down. Yeah, the foot. Go for it. Um, there we go. Nineteen. That hits. Going twenty-one. Can't do math, but sure. Okay. Um, what is fireball for D10? Five points of fire damage. Great. She finally connects. Yeah. I'll look down at Jerry. Uh, and I'll like like eat a little bit of the Jerry's um, just got his hands raised and isn't uh Krug, it's your turn. The other two still seem belligerent, though injured. Uh I'll pull out my hand axe. But I'm gonna, uh, is the police officer in the crowd? I was also going to look around for Uh, you see, yes, there is a police officer sort of pushing his way, uh, over there. We were, uh, I'm gonna just, like, start talking to the crowd and just be like, they were, like, they were, like, chasing us. Like, they can't just be, Crockett's doing nothing wrong with his friends and they just started chasing us. Oh my god. Gosh. Krug got a little too animated and knocked out a second. Okay. Go ahead and make a persuasion check for me. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm bad at this. I got an eight. And no, nobody seems like they're they want to intervene. Uh, the police officer is like at the back of the crowd, just like trying to push his way through. I'll so just stand there and look time. intimidating since that was my action. Okay. <laughs> Maurice. Uh, both uh, the non-Jerry's are not, are being belligerent, you said. Yes. They pulled okay. out, they pulled out blades. Okay. Uh, the one that's under my boot right now I'm just going to, I guess, do an unarmed strike to just try to knock him out, to just kick him in the head. Yeah, go for it. All right, well, that is 15 to hit. That hits. And that's just three. Great. Yeah, that's enough. You knock him unconscious. Alora. Um... I am gonna continue pressing Jerry. Um, so I'm gonna say, you have been doing the right thing. Um, who exactly sent you to make sure that the job was, was done? It was Lord... Talbot, he's the he's the new he's the leader. Ever since Maravaldi died, I thought he disappeared. I heard he disappeared. Yes, he he left his manor. Uh, I I'm I'm new. They don't they didn't tell me where they moved to. But there's a there is there's a secret demon shrine in Lord Talbot's house. He was running his operation out of there and then left. But things things are not going well with the cult. And I was, I haven't been with them very long. They promised me a better life. And now... I think that there are 
other opportunities for you. make a better life hey uh it's no longer your turn yeah. uh the other belligerent cultist is gonna take his uh blade and uh make an attack roll against you Alora. Oh. uh well that's a six to head so not very good hey Adore. Look down at Jerry, like finish uh -huh. eating my pretzel. Like, you want to die, Jerry? You want to die today? No! Get him to stop. Get him to stop. I can't. He's a true believer. All right. Firebolt him. Make an attack roll. Wait, Jerry or the other one? Oh, uh, the other one. Jerry's been <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, Jerry's being helpful. Jerry just wants a better life. Nine. God. <laughs> No dice. I would say these are intentional, but... No dice. Uh, man, the story dice are really here. <laughs> uh, Krug. Oh, uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna, I already pulled out my axe. I'm gonna make an attack roll against the one that's not Jerry. Great, go for it. Oh my gosh, that's an 11 hit. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna bonus action and try to hit him again, because I have two weapon fighting. Yeah, and with the hand axes, yep, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's better, 19? 19. 19 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Do not add your modifier. It's just the dice. For your offhand. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> two damage. Okay. This is damage. Uh, you parry his blade and smack him with the axe, with the other axe. Um, Maurice. <clears throat> um, I guess Maurice is gonna go after the other one. Yeah. And just, again, not with his sickle hand, but with his, his other hand. Okay. Just gonna do a karate stunning strike. Eh, chop. Yeah, make an attack roll. Another 15 to hit. That hits, and that's three damage. Three. Uh, you go up behind and smack him. Uh, he's still standing. He whirls around with his blade. Allura. Uh, oh, do you have a bonus action? Could I do two uh two weapon fight? Oh no, that has it does be another melee weapon. It's, it has to be it has to be a light. Uh it has to be a, a melee, it has to be a weapon with the light property in order to do two weapon fighting. So. Yeah. Um, Alora, that's you. Um, I'm also gonna like slap the guy that tried to hit me. Go for it. Make your attack roll. Sixteen. That hits. Four damage. Dude. With that, you just right hook, knock him out. Hits the ground, dude. You hear you hear some gasps from the cloud. A couple people clap. Uh, uh, finally, the police officer, along with a couple others, gets to the front of the of the crowd. It's like, what in the nine hells is wrong with you, Pete? 
What's wrong with you? We're trying to help the Black staff, and you're trying to stop us? I we I also, we saw we you just swing your baton at our friend here. Yeah. Um, you do have the papers that the Black Staff gave you, if you want to use those, try to yeah, use those. Gonna... Um, make a persuasion check with advantage. Uh, they do have the seal of the Black Staff at the bottom of the page, so. Persuasion? Yep, with advantage. 19. Uh, one of the police officers is like, but it's like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> hey, sorry about that. My, uh, buddy's a little overzealous. But your elf friend uh, looked like a, uh, a a perp we almost caught stealing from a shop nearby. Um, so, uh, what they steal? But uh, some jewelry. Um, would the process of that to be attack immediately instead of? Hey. All right, all right. Look, you just do your job for the black staff. You said these people were harassing you. Why don't we take them into custody? I'm yes. gonna stand up do and like whisper to them. We think they're part of the demon cult. Okay. Can I investigate? Can I jump down and like investigate the unconscious guys? Rifle through their pockets. Yeah. This guy that's still awake, he's been very cooperative. Okay. Seven. Seven. God. We started um, this episode so high up. We yep. used it all. Yep. Uh, with a seven, you sort of rifle through their pockets. Um, you've managed, you don't find any anything that would identify them. Uh, you find like some house keys, but you don't know where any of them live. Uh, you also sure. find you also find a total of ten talents. Whoa, house keys and money. This is a great day. <laughs> People keep Big money one. and house keys in their pockets. Basically, I'm a homeowner now. God, Penny <laughs> Presswell. It was just this easy. <laughs> <laughs> um. The police officers take these guys away, and uh, the one officer, like, sort of just glares at you and then walks away. Then the nicer officer's like, good luck with uh, your business for the Black Staff. Nods and follows them. Hmm. Uh, and Just as, leaving the and people? As, no, they are taking the... Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. they're taking them into custody. Um, as this, like, nicer police officer starts walking away, he turns to the the crowd that sort of gathered around is like, all right, people, nothing more to see here. Go about your business. Have a happy green grass. Shall we continue to yeah. the mansion? Should Jerry show us the way? I think you, Jerry also Jerry has been taken into custody. Sorry, I was really paying attention to those keys. They're shiny. <laughs> um, you know how to find the manor, though. Uh, yeah, you make your way the rest of the way there. Um, you arrive at Electrum Manor, uh, this very fine house. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss you guys have arrived at electrum manor um the manor is this like huge mansion you can see that like on the exterior like on the path leading up on the steps leading up to the front door on sort of the columns uh, and just like all sort of all all over the house uh, there is a trim that looks like it is made of pure electric. That's a bit Whoa. gaudy. Oh, sorry. Oh. I, I switched into Bowman's voice right there for a second. <laughs> That's a bit gaudy. Hey, my vocalizer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Yeah. Um, it does sparkle quite nicely, though. Uh, you guys are able to make your way inside through the front doors. You're in this, like, the dark entry hall, uh, you know, light streaming in through the open front doors onto the marble floor in the entry hall, sort of grand staircase going upstairs, uh, and doorways leading off to other locations. And you see that even on the inside, there is trim made of pure electrum. Whoa. Holy crap. Okay, so. Hello? That's not what we. I mean, we're probably not going to really be able to be that stealthy. I mean, have you seen me? That's true. We got Half Orc Giant. We got Metal Man. I am specifically Brass. Brass Man. I'm not quiet. I'm a brass man myself. I'm gonna um scurry down uh Krug. Yeah. Just kind of across the floor. Just kind of like sneak my way up the staircase a little bit. Yeah, make a stealth check. Let's see what's at the top. All right, dice, don't fail me. Come on. Oh my god. <laughs> Nine. Uh <laughs> The tapping of your raccoon paws up the marble staircase makes a clicking noise that echoes in this uh, large uh, foyer. Um, But you make your way to the top of the staircase. You sort of look around and make a perception check. That's a nine. Um, Twelve. Twelve. And you have dark vision, right? I do. Okay. Uh, you look around up here, it's dark. It seems abandoned. 
Um, but you see, you know, there's doors and hallways and stuff leading to other parts of the house. And it doesn't seem like there are any staff members? Nope. It's currently dark in this mansion? Yeah. The, <clears throat> the only source of light are, like, the open front doors. Like, the blinds are drawn uh, over all the windows, uh, and um, all of the lights are out. And the door yeah. was unlocked? Door was unlocked. Does anyone in our party not have dark vision? I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, yeah, I do. I don't think you have dark vision, Sam. I added it so Maurice currently has dark vision, but oh, other okay. otherwise. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, in any case, uh, Maurice is going to uh, illuminate his eyes, which shoot up uh, beams of light. Which is basically, I'm, re- I'm reflavoring uh, a hooded lantern. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Easy That's enough. You're able to effective yet so creepy. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just a raccoon in spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. What a cute raccoon. Uh, while I'm doing that, I'm going to do an investigation of just the general area. Great. I'm going to look for a basement door. I got 21 on my investigation. Uh, 20 on on your investigation. Uh, Alora, you make an investigation check as well. Eight. Eight. Um, you guys are, like, generally looking around. Maurice, you follow uh, uh, Theodore up the stairs and very quickly are able to locate um, the office um, of of uh, Lord Talbot. Um, you, with a 21, you start like looking through his stuff in here um, and you find um a couple of things. Uh, first, you find as you sort of are looking through his finance logs, you can tell that Lord Talbot's finances are not in a great place right now. Um, if he hadn't like inherited this house, uh, he probably wouldn't be living in it. Um... You see that recently he had to let go of most of his hired help. Uh, You can, looking through the logs, though, you do see that he had recently hired a a company called Small Hands Mercenary Company. Um, And they are very cheap. If you would like, you may make a history check to see if you know anything about them. Sure. Well, that was a nat one plus four, so five. Never heard of Small Hands Mercenary Company. Um, if you point it out to anybody else, someone can make it. Someone else can make a history check. But hey, uh, Tidor, Tayador, yeah. Have you heard of Small Hands Mercenary Company? 
I figured yes, because, because you have small, small hands. hands. Yep. Because I'm a raccoon. Because you are a raccoon. Have I heard of small hands? Making history check. <laughs> Not twenty. Oh, here's a great role. Um, <laughs> history twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> you have heard of Small Hands Mercenary Company. Uh, Small Hands Mercenary Company is not known for being particularly great at their job. They are known for being cheap. If you need people who can fight for hire on a budget, Small Hands Mercenary Company is who you hire. Uh, they are not known to be particularly reliable. They are almost entirely made up of goblins. Um, there are a handful of gnomes and halflings also in Small Hands Mercenary Company. It seems to be made up entirely of small folk, um, based on what you know about them. Uh, like I said, predominantly goblin, and you know that, again, they're not known for being particularly reliable in the sense that, like, uh, the type of person who would hire mercenaries or bodyguards or whatever want mercenaries and bodyguards who will not flee when their lives are in Im imminent peril. Uh, Small Hands does not have that reputation. Um, but again, cheap as hell. Uh, and based on where Lord Talbot's finances are at, seems like cheap as hell is pretty much what he needs right now. Emphasis on hell. Wow. Oh wait, that's devils. Yeah. Damn. Um, nope. Never heard of him. Oh. Unfortunate. Uh, Maurice, I, I said you found a couple of things. Um, you also uh, find you said you got 21. That is very good. Um, you find that one of the drawers to this desk is locked. Um, I don't think any of you are proficient with thieves' tools. Uh, no, oh, but I you can are. Taylor is. Oh. I am. So, I am too. Oh, actually. okay. So you, one of you can attempt to unlock the drawer. Um, and I don't have thieves' tools. I will need to steal thieves' tools. Oh, okay. We'll need the thieves and thieves' tools. I've realized. Uh, does Maurice have thieves' tools? I have thieves' tools. Okay. <laughs> So you can go ahead and try to unlock that if you would like. Uh, that is d20 plus dex plus proficiency if you are proficient in these tools. It feels very weird to not be the one unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 17. 17. You're able to get this drawer unlocked, pull it open, and you find inside uh, a couple of couple more things. You find a prayer book written in a language that... Uh, what languages do you read? Uh, abyssal... Uh, abyssal, common, and abyssal. dwarvish. Abyssal! Oh, you do read this! Uh, abyssal is the language of demons. Um... This, this is the uh this is a prayer book uh to Baphomet. Um and it contains prayers to the demon lord Baphomet. Um and just general scripture and stuff as you're looking through it. Uh including ritual details for all sorts of diff summoning all sorts of different types of 
demons. Deep at the back of the book, uh, you find that a page has ha has been dog-eared, um, and as you flip to it, you are reading through it, and you're like, oh no, this is really bad. Um, it seems like Lord Talbot is interested in summoning an incredibly powerful demon um, called a Baylor. Uh, if he were to successfully summon a Baylor, uh, you all would be immediately fucked. Like, you, you know that. Um, and you suspect that the reason why the demons that you met earlier were pretty weak demons on the demonic hierarchy, uh, you suspect that the reason why such weak demons were out doing Lord Talbot's, uh, dirty business or, like, some particularly unimpressive humans is probably because he has poured what remains of his wealth into trying to do this ritual. Um, you don't know how far along he is in this ritual, uh, but that's what it seems like he's trying to do. Uh, you also find his personal journal in this drawer, which confirms this theory that he's trying to summon a Baylor. You also find that he writes in this journal uh, a great deal about a hatred for a rival of his, uh, Victor Casalanter, um, writing about how Casalanter has been particularly uppity since Lance Margister died. Um, so that's what you get from the journal. And you also find a switch uh, that... Nintendo? Pops, uh, that pops open a bookcase on the other side of the room and reveals a secret staircase. Um, I'm gonna send a message cantrip to um, uh, the, the, the Laura hmm. and just say, I found a door up in the office. Why are you in my head? <laughs> I don't want to walk downstairs. Please come upstairs. Yay. Right. The party convenes. Uh, is there like dust on the ground or on things? Or is this like... So he disappeared recently within the last 10 days. It's a little dusty in here, but it's not like okay. he's been gone for, Got you know, months. Um, there's a few days worth of dust built up. Sure. So, th so the entire place looks like, it doesn't look like it's been like picked over or emptied. Nope. It looks just like the front door was unlocked. Yeah. Like left unlocked. And just memory. someone's on a trip. It didn't leave a light on. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, you all convene in the office, and you see uh, the secret door and the staircase leading down. Yes. So he is trying to summon a very, very powerful demon. As you can read here, it holds up the book. We, um, Anybody who can't read Abyssal, it just looks like the most 
disturbing, like spiky letters um, that make no sense to you. You can read that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? All right. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Really bad demon. Yes. What was the name of the demon again? A Baylor. It's a Baylor. It is a very big thing. This is probably why he needed all the blood. So, so we should get going into the door. Okay. All right. Maybe we cautiously. Oh, Aurora is being very cautious about all of this. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Make stealth checks for me as you descend down. I'm not going to be the first one. 18. 18. I am also not the first one, but... I, I, I will be the first one. <laughs> okay. I got a four. Okay. Great. What was it? Perception? Stealth. 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 Sorry. Uh, oh, I got to roll a disadvantage. <laughs> Eight. 19. Eight. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, you guys are noisy, but you make your way down. Um, long staircase sort of spirals down. Um, and then you find yourself in a small, simple room with a series of skulls arranged in a circle in the center of the floor. Um, all sorts of different shapes and sizes of the skulls are. And uh, there is a uh, some sort of rune um, drawn on the floor in what appears to be dried blood. Yeah. Um, and you see uh, at the center, uh, well, yeah, at the center of this rune is a small pile of ashes. Um, you do also see against, like, the wall, there's sort of a built-in cabinet against the far wall, um, and there are some, like, books in that cabinet. Uh, from reading the book, do I know... If I were to remove any of the things on the floor, would it trigger something, like summoning, or would it just ruin the spell? Make a religion check for me. Alright. Let's see if this robot is religious. He is? That's a 21. Alright. Uh, yeah, from looking through the book, um, you get the sense that you probably shouldn't mess with these skulls or this room. Uh, it could do nothing, but it could also have been trapped, um, and would summon demons if messed with, potentially. You don't know. We should report this to a cleric and see if they can fix or undo the summoning circle. Well, we can take a look. Hold on, just look, just, nobody like touch things and we can just like carefully check this out right how, how do you look without touching you 
you stand there, pretty still like, your hands at your sides, your feet don't move, and probably not a lot of talking either. Uh, it's fun. Uh, Tador, as you're looking, um, you, you, you think you could get around this room to the shelf on the other side? You're a raccoon. You think you could do it? Is the DM trying to trigger something, or am I just a fucking little raccoon? I could spend ten minutes to detect magic. Or I could be impatient. Up to you. I'm just telling you, as Theodore is sizing up the space, he's like, I I couldn't I could make it over to that shelf. I'm gonna carefully just get a little closer to the wall, you know. Yeah. Line along. Um, you have a climb speed, right? I do. Okay, so that'll give you advantage. Uh, are you gonna go all? Are you gonna try to make it all the way over to the shelf? It's gonna so bad so fast. You have advantage on this check. Yeah, you know, you know, what can I see from from where I am? Does it look like there's uh, books with answers? Glass panes, um, sort of a uh, uh, dark wood with kind of a a wooden, like, skull motif in the top. Um, and you, you think, you get the sense that, let me, let me put it this way. You found some pretty incriminating stuff in the office upstairs. So what would be kept in the books down here? Knowledge. Power. I want it. I'm going for it. All right. What I need from you then is an acrobatics check with advantage. Acrobatic? Um, okay. Because of your climb speed, you get <laughs> advantage. That's to like scurry around this room without disturbing dun, it. Dun, dun, dun. I'm a raccoon. I'm a raccoon. I'm a fuck. At advantage. At advantage. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm oh, a thank fuck. God. Twenty. Twenty. What was the first one? Just out of curiosity. I rolled a three. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, you all see Teodor looks across the room, thinks Maurice had just said we shouldn't mess with this, and then Teodor's like, sort of scampers up kind of along the wall, and then is over on the other side of the room. Um, and, uh, you are able to access this bookshelf, um, no problem. Uh, you pop it open, uh, go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Come on, raccoons. Damn it, hell. Uh, 12. 12. Okay. You got this. Thanks. Um, with a 12, here's what I'll give you. There, there's there's a lot of books on this bookcase. It seems like Lord Talbot was dipping his fingers in a lot of pots, so it's hard to it's hard to find um it's hard to figure out what exactly is going to be the most interesting or most important thing here. 
But you do find what appear to be some meeting minutes from the last time the demon cult got together. Last and time. It, and looking through this, it's you you're reading through it. Seems like they had agreed. This was like these whatever whenever this meeting was, it was right before Lord Talbot went missing. It seems like they had decided that it would be best if they fell back to the secret crypt underneath the Talbot family mausoleum. I will call all that as I'm reading. I'll just read it aloud as I'm going. Yeah. Uh, tuck it in a ooh, book. I'll strap it to my back. Yeah. Uh, uh, and there's a lot of other books uh, books here, but there's like, it's kind of like a decision paralysis, right? You just yeah. don't know what else to look at right now. Is there something shiny? Uh, no books. Yeah, let me make a luck check for you. Um, there's like a couple of pennies. Oh. Mine. Stick it in the pocket. That would be the equivalent of a copper piece. So you cool. get two of those. Okay. Well. I'm gonna come back. Okay. Thanks. Uh, Is that nothing else over here? Nope. No other, other doors. Uh, make another investigation check for me. I've heard of secret doors. I've read about secret doors. Sure. Investigation? Yep. 13? 13. Okay. Uh, nope, you don't notice any secret doors at this end of the room. Yeah. Um, right. But you start making your way back across. I need you to make another acrobatics check for me. Advantage still. And... 12. Well, hmm. <laughs> see, 12 is not that good. Uh, <laughs> it's throwing me off. <laughs> yeah. You start to scurry back across the room. And as you do, your tail lightly brushes the head of one of the skulls. And as it does, the rune on the floor glows this bright red and uh oh we'll pick up here next time whoa oh boy so uh welcome to the guild city adventures i hope you all enjoyed this uh first part of this adventure um we will pick back up here next time with these little baby adventurers um oh, have a good night baby. everyone little baby adventurers little baby adventurers
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.